Hello, you're listening to the Athletes in Action Chicago podcast. Yep, that's actually the name of our podcast because we are athletes in action in Chicago and this is our podcast. This podcast is from athletes for athletes who want to explore what God has to do with their sport. And we'll probably talk about some other random stuff. To find out what AIA is doing at your school, follow us at AIA underscore Chicago on Instagram. Now, on to the good stuff. Welcome back to another episode of the Athletes in Action Chicago podcast. I'm your host, Parker Setacase. Uh, today, I have with me uh, Julian. And Julian, dude, you got to say your last name for me. Julian Ziegelboim. <laughs> that's, that's great. This is a good uh, idea to start it this way. And then uh, today, uh, our speaker is uh, Jamie Borchik. Uh, you will recognize Jamie from the past. Uh, Jamie is our uh, not MTL. What are you, Jamie? LTL. He's our LTL. Our what does that stand for? Local team leader. Local team leader. Local That's team leader. I'll get it one of these days. I, Parker, I just gotta affirm you, bro. You got. Athletes in Action Chicago podcast. Oh, you said it in the right order. Good job. I got it this time. We're getting yeah. better every day. Yeah. Uh, today, so Jamie's been like a, a co-host with us uh, once or twice. And today we're going to be grilling him on what he taught on today at the Wildcat Chapel. And so, Jamie, you covered uh, Psalm 107, but uh, you started off with, with trouble. And you said maybe... Uh, if there's one word that can sum up 2020, it's trouble. I don't think uh, anyone will will disagree with that, but can you tell us uh, why'd you start with that? Oh man, it's just been a year of trouble, right? Like back in <laughs> March, we were sailing along and then all of a sudden uh, COVID hit and it has been kind of downhill ever since. Um, it's just been a, yeah, there's been a lot of stuff that's happened this year. Yeah, man, the, the, uh, I, I this is going to take us off track, but downhill and uphill battle. So it's been a downhill uphill battle. I, I, yeah. I never knew. Why do we have these, these terms? Yeah. Well, I think, okay, this is a great side conversation, but you know, uh, you, you want to get to the top of the mountain. So you yes. can enjoy the Vista and enjoy the views. So you're like, it's an uphill battle. I'm trying to get there. But then when you say it's all, it's been downhill, it's like you're, you've reached the summit and there's nothing left to see and you're just declining, you know? downhill is easy, right? You can just cruise downhill. Yeah. I mean, unless you're like falling downhill. Oh yeah. That's what we're doing in 2020, man. We are falling. Yeah. We're just falling downhill. Yeah. It's just a, just a trash year. Uh, As you mentioned, uh, we got like normal life stuff, which is hard enough, dude. Life is is pretty hard. But uh, then on top of that, we got all this 2020 stuff all this polarization, all this craziness. And so uh, you brought us to Psalm 107 tonight. And just real quick, man, for those who don't know, what the heck is a psalm? Yeah, uh, a psalm is a song. Um, the book of Psalms is uh, it's a, it's a song book. It's a playlist. Like, so, so you can think of uh, your Spotify account. And the book of Psalms kind of has five um, playlists on it. And they each have a different theme. Hmm. So, you know, the first, uh, you know, first section of the book of Psalms, like first 41 Psalms are, uh, are kind of like the first playlist. They're about the theme would be confrontation. Um, 42 through 72 is communication. 72 through 89 is devastation. 90 through 106 is maturation. 
And then 107 to 145 is consummation. I just read that out of my Bible. It's in some notes I have from memory. Dude, I was just uh, so about to make you look good, man. I was going to say, he doesn't even have any notes or anything, but you just totally... Yeah, yeah, I, I haven't written in my Bible. That's a little trick, Julian. Um, write stuff in your Bible, and then you'll never forget it because you can just look at it when you need it. But the, uh, I mean, bottom line is like you have these, this kind of like, I mean, really uh, in the book of Psalms, you start off kind of like, you know, normal, and then you hit a whole bunch of trouble and it's downhill for a while. And then it, then it, you know, climbs back up and it finishes with kind of a celebration of, of who God is. And so Psalm 107 introduces that final playlist, which is like the, you know, it's like uh, the Rocky theme song. I had a tiger uh, climbing the steps and you're, you're going to be victorious. You know, so you've been through a whole bunch of trouble, but now you're coming out the other side. And that's what Psalm 107 kind of kicks off in the book of Psalms. Dude, I love that. And so many great uh, sports references going on here. It, I think that LeBron's going to come out at some point. I'm not positive, but when Jamie's around, a LeBron reference is always a possibility. And the goat? Uh, yeah, yeah, the goat. Uh, so do you? how do you want to do this, man? Do you want to read the whole psalm? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Okay. Jules, you want to help me? You got it in front of you? Yeah, you want to alternate uh, stanzas or whatever you yeah, call let's them? let's just go. You want to kick it off? We'll just rotate. Uh, I'm going to let you two do this. All right. Because you don't have one in front of you, Parker. Is that why? That's right. <laughs> Caught it. Psalm 107. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from trouble and gathered in front in from the lands, from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. Some wandered, some wandered in desert wastes, finding no way to a city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted within them. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He led them by a straight way till they reached a city to dwell in. Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love, for his wondrous works to the children of man. For he satisfies the longing soul and the hungry soul he fills with good things. Some sat in darkness and in the shadow of death, prisoners in affliction and in irons. For they had rebelled against the words of God and spurned the counsel of the Most High. So he bowed their hearts down with hard labor. They fell down with none to help. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their dark distress. He brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death and burst their bonds apart. Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love, for his wondrous works to the children of man. For he shatters the doors of bronze and cuts into the bars of iron. Some were fools through their sinful ways, and because of their iniquities suffered affliction. They loathed any kind of food, and they drew near to the gates of death. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He sent out his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love, for his wondrous works to the children of men. And let them offer sacrifices of thanksgiving and tell of his deeds and songs of joy. Some went down to the sea in ships, doing business on the great waters. They saw the deeds of the Lord, his wondrous works in the deep. For he commanded and raised the stormy wind, which lifted up the waves of the sea. They mounted up to heaven. They went down to the depths. Their courage melted away in their evil plight. They reeled and staggered like drunken men and were at their wit's end. 
Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He made the storm be still, and the waves of the sea were hushed. Then they were glad that the waters were quiet, and he brought them to their desired haven. Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love, for his wondrous works to the children of men. Let them extol him in the congregation of the people and praise him in the assembly of the elders. He turns rivers into a desert, springs of water into thirsty ground, a fruitful land into a salty waste because of the evil of its inhabitants. He turns a desert into pools of water, a parched land into springs of water. And there he lets the hungry dwell and they establish a city to live in. They sow fields and plant vineyards and get a fruitful yield. By his blessing, they multiply greatly and he does not let their livestock diminish. When they are diminished and brought low through oppression, evil and sorrow, he pours contempt on princes and makes them wander in trackless wastes. But he raises up the needy out of affliction and makes their families like flocks. The upright see it and are glad, and all wickedness shuts its mouth. Whoever is wise, let him attend to these things. Let them consider the steadfast love of the Lord. Oh, man, that's so good. Ah, we could just end it right there. But uh, I, I always have a hard time comparing stuff. So, like, dude, there's some stuff in there that's like, oh, I, I see 2020 there. Oh, okay, we got some rulers there, some disgrace. Okay. For sure, dude, we got that. And then I think like, well, you know, first world problems, like I've been stuck in my room or whatever, and that's not as bad as like people have been thirsty for years and years and years. And so I always have like a hard time comparing uh, my troubles with the troubles of the world and, you know, second world, third world kind of stuff. But 2020 has been full of troubles uh, for everyone, uh, not to not to the same degree for sure. But uh, man, if you can't read that without seeing some 2020 in there, then, then you got to read it again. Uh, so Jamie, thanks for, for picking this Psalm. Uh, it's a long one, man. So you broke it down for us in like four stanzas right in the middle there. And they have the same structure. Can you explain like how you're seeing the same structure in those? Yeah. So the structure, uh, verse four, verse 10, verse 17, verse 23, all begin with the word some mm-hmm. identifies, uh, subsets of people and all of us find, find ourselves in these people to, to one degree or another. Um, verse four talks about people who wandered in desert ways, finding no way to a city to dwell in hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted within them. So it then, you know, so you have some, and then it lays out the trouble that these, some people are experiencing. And the trouble in this case is hunger and thirst. They're just wandering about and they don't have enough provision. And then verse 10, the some there are people who are prisoners in affliction and iron, um, because they'd rebelled against God. So they're, They'd done evil and they'd gotten caught for it. And because of the evil they'd done, their fate, they're suffering. Like they brought some stuff on themselves. And then verse 17, some were fools through their sinful ways and it caused them to, to be sick and to draw near to the gates of death. And so these are people who like, maybe it wasn't as in malicious intent doing evil, but they kind of foolishly drifted into doing some stuff that got them into trouble and they're reaping the consequences of that. And then uh, verse 23, some went down to the sea in ships doing business on the great waters. So they're going about their work, like they're business people, they're, they're merchants. And as they're doing business, uh, some storms kick up and it messes up their lives. They go through this storm. And so for some of them, the trouble they experience is trouble that uh, they bring upon themselves through doing evil. 
And for others, it's trouble that just comes because they live in a world where evil is a thing and evil just kind of finds us sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's the yeah. first kind of structural marker is that repetition of some. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's really helpful. So some, and then it's, it's hungry and thirsty prisoners suffering affliction and then uh, going through a big storm and man. So Julian, do you, do you remember uh, what Jamie said? Dude, I'm putting you on the spot here. You, you gotta look good. Yeah. Uh, what what were the like causes? Is there one cause of these troubles from this verse? Do you remember? Yeah. So, I mean, it basically, we got four individual scenarios here and sometimes they get on a ship and go out to sea, but other times they're just doing nothing. They are normal people just finding themselves in trouble, just like us. Like a lot of times we find ourselves in really heavy situations and we didn't do anything to get in that situation. Um, and I think that's a big, big thing with humans and society nowadays. Like it is really hard to overcome the fact that we get ourselves into a lot of trouble. And sometimes we don't know how we got in that situation in the first place. Um, whether people turn to God in that moment is another question, but surely that's the case. Yeah, yeah. dude, you did it. You nailed it. You're yeah. looking good here. Jamie, good job with the, uh, with the stickiness. It's stuck in his mind there too. Well, Julian's just a star student. You paid attention. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah. So, dude, it's crazy. There, there's all different causes. And I think this is important uh, to mention because we can see that in Psalm 107, that there's different causes for evil. Some people just suffer because that's what's up. Like like Jamie said, like the evil's a thing in the world. Other people are bringing it on themselves. There's some cause effect going on. And so there's different causes for evil. And that's something that uh, the, the people of the, the Pharisees of Jesus' day missed like they should have this as jamie said earlier psalms are sung these are these are songs and yet they still have this kind of like mechanistic view of uh of punishment and and evil ra'ah in hebrew like they they say to jesus jesus you know here's this blind man who sinned that this guy's blind you know was was it his sin i'm not sure if it's pharisees or not but but the jews of the time who sinned was it his sin or was it his parents sin and jesus like not neither one but this person was born blind so that, you know, the, the works of the Lord could be revealed. And so just because uh, you're experiencing evil doesn't necessarily mean it's your fault. You're experiencing bad, whatever. So there's different causes for it. But another important point here, Jamie, that you brought out was uh, just answering the question, what do the people do to experience God's rescue? And so, yeah, uh, Jamie or, or Julian, what did they do? Um, I can go ahead, Jamie. Um so we see them get into all these sticky situations, whether it's stuck at sea or just um, lost in their distresses. And we see them cry out to the Lord. It says it time and time again. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble. Um, didn't do anything special. Didn't write him a letter to the North Pole or I guess that's Santa, but pretty <laughs> kind, of, kind of similar. Um, all they did was cry out to the Lord. Um, and I don't really know what that looked like, but just, you know, a cry to the heavens, like, hey, God, yo, I'm in trouble. I need your help. Yeah, man, that's that's great. I, I like the uh, the North Pole. That's so good. I'm, I'm going to have to use that. Yeah, there's nothing, like, special going. It's just, Lord, I'm in trouble. I need your help. Just crying out to the Lord. Uh, so, Jamie, man, what, what does that tell us about, like, what is this psalm and that specific cry for help? What does that tell us about who God is? Yeah, you know, it's amazing. Uh, you think about getting yourself in a really sticky situation. You know, you, you find yourself in trouble and you need help. 
And um, like, just to be able to call, like, if you've got that, if you got like a friend who, you know, oh man, like I, yeah, I've done a number of home renovation projects and I've gotten myself in some sticky situations that were like, I don't know how to fix this. And I call Nick Castelluccio and Nick knows how to fix it. And Nick is always available. Like he will be at my house in five minutes and he will come help me. And it's like having that, all I've got to do is call. Like, I don't have to have had have been a good friend to him this past week. I don't have to have paid him something. I don't have to thank him with any gift afterward. Like he just is eager to help. He's, he responds automatically. And that's what God is like here. You know, he does, he, he's not saying, Hey, um, you know, Hey, you got yourself in prison cause you messed up. So after you serve your time and after you pay off your debt and after you clean your act up, then I'll come help you out. You know, he, he's not saying, Hey, after you get yourself unstuck, then I'll come help you. He's just saying, Hey, call on me and I'm there. Call me and I'm there. And, uh, the, the, the phrase in here that shows up over and over again is steadfast love. You know, God is a God of steadfast love that shows up repeatedly in this Psalm. And, um, that's, that's one of the defining attributes of who God is. He's a God of steadfast love. And that word, the Hebrew word is hesed. Um, it's his, it's God's never failing, never giving up always and forever love. It's his covenant kindness, love. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's that he shows mercy and kindness and love and grace to people who don't deserve it just because of who he is, because of his promises. Um, and that's, that's who he is. He's just not, he wants to help. He's eager to help. All we got to do is call on him. I love that, man. That's such a good message to hear because so often we get, we get it twisted with like just random sayings from culture, from fiction, you know, God helps those who help themselves. Oh, you're going through a big storm. Well, let me see that you can start to get your way out and then I'll help you. Like, what good is that, dude? If I, if I could get out myself, I don't need you. I need you help me. And, and God's not like, like God is like a way better Nick Castelluccio, right? When, when Nick acts like that, he's imaging God. He's being a good image bearer of God. I think of my father, man, when, when I heard you say, you know, setting that up, I was like, dude, that's pops. You know, if, if something spills, he's coming over with his carpet cleaning equipment. He's helping me out right away. If I have some kind of world. Parker, he did that for me. Your dad yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, dude, it just spills over. Not even for, it goes beyond his kids. Yeah, he's just yeah. like that. And he, he represents God well in that way, man. And so it's not a, uh, a projection like, oh, we're making some sky daddy in the sky. No, like my father is a good father insofar as he conforms to the great father, to God, the father. Who, who has that has said, who's longing to, to help us out. Yeah. And that's what we all, I mean, th this isn't the point of this Psalm, but right. like, that's what Christian character is all about. It's becoming more like your heavenly father and doing that for others, like being to others, what he has been to you. <laughs> yeah, dude, for sure. So that, uh, it's so good. I want to, I want to just go all over the place with us here, but uh, what is the, uh, so you said that's not the point of this one. It's a really good point and I'm glad you brought it up or I brought up whoever, but what's the big idea here and what do we do with this big idea? Yeah. Well, I think the big idea here, uh, verse one, give thanks to the Lord for he is good for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord for who he is and what he does. Um, and then when you're in trouble, cry out to the Lord for help. And when he helps, give thanks to the Lord for he is good to step out, love and do forever. 
Um, where the psalm, so giving thanks, re remembering God's steadfast love, recognizing his deliverance, that, that's one of the major themes. And, and, you know, I love the way the psalm ends. Verse 43, it says, whoever is wise, let him attend to these things. Let them consider the steadfast love of the Lord. And I think for uh, those of us who are believers, who, who, who have experienced God's deliverance, uh, what that means is don't forget. Like, do whatever it takes to remember God's steadfast love in your life and the ways that he has rescued you in the past. Like, that this psalm is your psalm. It's your story of, of him rescuing you. And don't forget that. And then, you know, there may be some listening to this who, who haven't experienced that in your life. And, and what, it, what this calls out to you to do is to actually reflect on the God who is characterized by this kind of steadfast love. Like, you can't find this anywhere else. This is who the God of the Bible is, and you need that in your life. And so consider it, reflect on it. Yeah, dude, I, that's so good. I love that. Uh, so in my head, I have this idea of like, hey, man, learn the lesson that God taught you. So so cry out to him right away. You know, learn the lesson from this trouble. And if you don't, he's going to hit you again. And it's it's like this immediate like American way where it's like, dude, you better learn it now. But really, this is about like giving thanks to the Lord. It's about like acknowledging who he is. Uh, it's not like a, it's not like he needs his his back padded. It's saying like you are this kind of God. You are this good God. You are the the God of Hesed. You show your loving kindness to me, and I want to remember that. Not only because I don't want to learn this lesson again, but also because I want to have a better picture of you. And the next time trouble comes, I want to not stress out like I used to. I want to I want to trust you even more and even more quickly. I want to cry out to you right away. So, Julian, man, I, I'm uh, putting you on the spot again here, but, dude, what do you think, what are some, like, practical ways we can remember God's loving kindness or when he, uh, you know, brought deliverance in our life, brought delivered us from something? Do you, you have anything just off the top yeah. of your skull there? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I, I was actually going to chime in and say this when Jamie said, like, this last, this last verse in the whole Psalm 107, whoever is wise, let him attend to these things. Let them consider the steadfast love of the Lord, like, for believers, it's like, it shouldn't be just in the back of our head, you know, like we should be constantly reminding ourselves like God's steadfast love is there time in and time out, like lights out. God does not miss like he is going to be there for you. And as believers, it is so critically important that like we don't just pick up our good book in the morning, read it and say our prayers at night. Like we have to honestly just constantly be reminding ourselves. And this is where accountability and community comes in. Like it's surround yourself with other believers, man. And like, remind yourselves that like, there are good things, gifts from God, blessings, like all throughout your day. Like you just got to be looking for them, you know, um, people in the street, like smile, be kind. Um, don't take forgiveness for granted. Like there are so many things that we see that just shine light on what God's trying to do in our society. Um, I think the big thing there is that you just got to be looking for them. Like continue to remind yourself throughout the day. Hey, what I have is purchased from Jesus on the cross. I don't deserve to be here yet. I'm free and I have all these blessings at my disposal. Like, let me absorb these like a sponge and then share them with everybody else at the table because that's what it's all about. Bro, that is such a good word, man. There's a lot of gems in there. I love, again, like the, the, let the wise do this. Uh, if you're wise, you're going to take that advice. You're going to actually remember these things. For me, I used to keep a... I'm, I'm not wise anymore, but I was wise. And I used to keep a uh, uh, answered prayer journal where I would write down. So I had like a regular journal I, uh, I was keeping up with. And then when I saw, I'd read back. I saw it was an answered prayer. I put that in a journal 
and it, it you know remember the works of the lord was on the on the front page of the journal because it was like bro i want to have this fresh in my mind for the next time my car breaks down for the next time someone in my family gets cancer for the next time you know i some terrible thing happens to me dude god has been there for me god has said has always been there look at just in my life look i have the bible i have the holy spirit you know attesting to that but i also have my own experience with the lord and here it is here's a whole journal full of it and uh, it's a little convicting man i need to get back to that i need to gain that wisdom back and, and start doing that again jamie any thoughts on on uh practical application here yeah well i, I love what well, you just said that answered prayer journal man i've done that at various points and it is really powerful and i think uh you guys both know Jason Malone, who's the pastor at Park Community Church in Rogers Park. And he has like a whiteboard uh, right outside his kitchen you know, and like a place that's really visible in his house. It might not be a whiteboard. It's like it's like some it's better designed than that. But it's like a, an answered prayer thing. And it like when I go into his house, I see that and I see these things like, hey, they prayed for this stuff and it happened, you know, and it's just really powerful. So I, I love that. Um, I was just thinking back even on like some of the experiences that I've had where they, oftentimes trouble repeats itself. You, know, you find yourself experiencing the same troubles again and again and again. And if you've got a bank of, oh, God rescued me in this situation before, like I know there's a way out. That gives you so much hope whenever you're back in the same kind of trouble. You know? Yeah, dude, that's how, oh, man. I love it. So everyone go do that. That's that's a, a good practical way. Right. Write, write, write it down. Uh, remember the Lord. Uh, like Julian was saying, have people around you uh, who can point you back to him, back to his hesed, uh, back to whatever situation is, because we talked about a bunch of different ones. It's not like, oh, no, I did this to myself, so I can't cry out to the Lord. I got to put myself in the penalty box and I'll pray and cry out tomorrow. You know, after after I've uh, after things have settled. No, Go to the Lord in prayer, like right now. I love that. Jamie, so much. Thank you so much for, for this good word, man. This has been really encouraging. And Julian, man, you, you were killing it there. Can I can I chime in one more time? Please, dude, jump in. Um, so, I mean, this was something that, honestly, I've, I've, I was struggling with. I'm still struggling with. But, like, I asked Jamie, I asked Dang, I asked Drew, I asked all my buddies, like, hey, like, how can I be sustaining myself with this, like, steadfast love, like, just – jesus juice all day long like not just in the waking hours in the morning where i'm in prayer like in my book and stuff like how can i just like practical ways to do this um and my buddy drewby he sent me a john piper sermon and i took some bootleg notes but um i i want to share these because it's it's helped me and i think it'll help you here's what i titled it how to drink orange juice to the glory of god number one i will affirm joyfully that the color orange the sweet taste the nourishment to my body and the sun and the rain that grew these oranges are gifts from God. Say that out loud and feel that truly. Two, I will lift my heart and voice in prayer, thanking God. And I will do this often so that others know where this came from and how good he is. Three, I will remind myself that I do not deserve this juice. We deserve hell today. So I will acknowledge and give thanks that my sins are forgiven. I will remember that this pleasure of OJ has been bought for me. I did nothing to earn it. Four, I'll remind myself that this particular pleasure reveals something about God to my senses and my soul could not be known to my soul that could not be known in any other way. It all points to the glory of God. Five, I'll share this juice in love with others at the table. So like if you're drinking, like you don't have to be at church, like pick up a glass of orange juice or hang out with a buddy. Like 
acknowledge that like these gifts are good and they're given to us for free. Like we just are here for the ride. Like God gives it to us. Like acknowledge that give thanks. Like it says in this Psalm, like, and then finally like give, share it with everybody. Cause like, it's good. It tastes good. It points towards the glory of God, like all these little pr- pleasures. And like, it'd be a shame if we didn't share them with the people that we love, you know? Amen. Dude, I, I think OJ is now the official beverage of Athletes in Action Chicago. Let's go. Okay. That's right. Actually, give that to us in games and stuff. It's got crazy sugar. You'll be bouncing off the walls. Yeah, we need. I love that. We, I've, I've never wanted it more in my life. Yeah, we need to get a we need to get a sponsorship for this from Tropicana. <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. so good. Yeah. Well, dudes, this has been awesome, man. This has been really encouraging. Uh, I want a bunch of orange juice. I want to drink some orange juice to the glory of God. Uh, that's a, uh, that's awesome. Whether you eat or drink or, or whatever you do, do all things to the glory of God, including drinking some orange juice, man. That's fantastic. So that's good word, Julian. Thank you. Jamie, yeah, dude, both of you guys killing it. I am all encouraged. I'm fired up right now. I'm going to go run through a brick wall. We don't have a, uh, a sign out still. And so Julian, what do you got for us, man? Can you sign us off? Like a sign out. Okay. Um, here we are, Athletes in Action podcast, first sign-off. Parker Saracase, Jamie Borchick, Julian Zogelboyne, drinking orange juice to the glory of God. Mm. Thanks for tuning in tonight, folks. Killing it. I love it. Hey, All man. right. Peace. See you guys.